everyone and welcome back to txr yes i said it we're back an awesome place to kick back relax and listen to in-depth gaming discussions this is your host invader and i got to tell you it's exciting to be back after a summer hiatus the crew is back and ready to talk games there's also all kinds of news to talk about but first we have some announcements we have two gamers that will be joining us and they will be full-time panel members. You may recognize them from different interactions on social media. Joining us is, first up, Centurion. Centurion, glad to have you on board. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome, and I am excited to be here. I was honored. I felt honored and blessed that you would ask me to be part of this panel. Everybody on this panel is an amazing part of this community and i am totally excited to be here just chatting it up with you guys of course well hey we're happy to have you on board we really value your thoughts and analysis and opinions and we're just happy to have you on board and also joining us is our friend and former guest you may know him by this name easy shock eric shockley mr shock happy to have you on board how have you been bud <laughs> well, oh. he, he he came oh, off oh, me. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Sorry, my there he is. Was muted. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> no problem, but uh, thanks for uh, coming on, Shock. You're a great voice in the gaming community. We appreciate having your opinion, and yeah, you know, we're just uh, excited to have you on. Now on to the rest of the panel's intros. Tim Dog, how's your summer been, my friend? Been very busy. Good summer. Uh, just uh, been very busy. I've uh, been working the last 16 days in a row, I believe. Uh, I'm taking my first day off. is going to be uh, Gears, uh, September 6th. Uh, so I'm very happy to be here. Very, uh, you know, happy to have Shock and Centurion come down and be, be permanent members. Uh, you know, uh, both great guys in the community. Uh, very, uh, you know, knowledgeable and know their stuff. Um just happy to be here and uh you know every sunday night we'll be uh chatting it up we got a lot to talk about today and uh, we're gonna be hitting it good mm -hmm. absolutely you got that right tim megatron i'm happy to see you back my friend how have you been i have been good busy but good busy summer um but uh again like tim said just happy to be back welcoming centurion and shockey uh to the show and uh yeah good times man let's go <clears throat> absolutely we're still <laughs> waiting for our friends southbound uh, to pop back in yes southbound will be back and uh but you know what we're gonna go on to the topics get right into <clears throat> this and i'm sure we have a lot to talk about and going on to well you know what it's september 1st and we're getting just a slew of games as everybody knows this past week we've had games like Control from Remedy, Blair Witch, uh, The Dark Pictures, Man of Medan. Uh, there's been a few Nintendo Switch games like Platinum's new Astral Chain. And of course, hey, next week we'll be getting Gears 5, which everybody's pretty pumped for. So it's already looking like a packed few weeks just right off the bat. Panel, uh, with all the new releases, what really catches you, your eye? What do you plan on playing and picking up? And, you know, I'll start with Tim. Tim, what are you planning on picking up, or where are you playing right now? Well, I've been working a lot, so honestly, I've been playing 
Gears Pop on mobile. Uh, <laughs> but other, other than that, um, I, I bought uh, I bought a ton of games. I bought uh, Man of Medan. I bought Wreckfest. I bought uh, I brought Control. Um, and uh, definitely looking forward. I have the day off, so I'm going to probably, you know, at 12 o'clock uh, September 6th, be you know. Um, trying to pull an all-nighter, play, you know, a couple of hours, three, four hours of Gears, the campaign. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but, yeah, this is a this is a good time. Uh, there's been a – there was – there yeah, we can hear you. But there was, um, uh, you know, a, a long stretch of uh, not so many games that came out, maybe Madden here and there. But uh, it was it was a big week. Astral Chain uh, looks very good for the Switch. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great time to be a gamer and um, – going to be catching up on all these games soon you know it's just like i said i've been working but uh yeah i'm really excited about years five where we'll talk about it more in the show but um i'm hearing very good things Absolutely. you gotta work man with all those games you're buying you got so what you got the which one did you get the wreckfest i got right did you try that one mm-hmm. i got wreckfest yeah, got control i got man of madan um, and you got and, gears coming, right? Got, yeah. Well, actually, I had to say it. I didn't buy gears. I have I have it on the ultimate edition, but I will definitely buy it down the line uh, using the Game Pass thing. But um, yeah, those are those are all good games that I think that uh, yes, can hear you. Um, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying all these games. It's a good time. Of course, of course. Yeah, you list off even some games that I missed, like uh, Wreckfest and a few others. Like, there's a lot of stuff to play right now that just like popping out of nowhere. Uh, Centurion, what have you been uh, playing recently, or what do you plan on picking up? Uh, I do want to try out Man of Madon. Uh, I am currently playing Control, um, and obviously, I'm going to get Gears. I've even got the Gears console. I got to pick that up Thursday night when GameStop lets it out early. Um, but yeah, there's actually a lot of games coming out. We're getting into the uh, beginning of the fall season for gaming, and it looks like it's just going to be one hit after another. I'm hoping I could keep up. I even pre-ordered uh, Borderlands Three. So nice, yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah, no, actually, I totally forgot about the uh, Gears console. You know what? I was at Fan Expo in Toronto uh, a week or so ago, and I saw that sucker up close. It's really sharp, especially with that controller. I I didn't think much of it at first, but man, it's uh, I like it. It looks pretty cool. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, Centurion's gone. Uh, Eric, what have you been uh, playing the uh, recently? What do you plan on picking up as far as like this slew of new game releases? Do any of, any of them catch your eye? Uh, probably, probably uh, Gears or uh, Out Out of Worlds coming up. Those are probably the next two I'm looking at. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Outer Worlds is definitely on my list, but I tell you, um, I've been like me myself. I've been I played the first few hours of Blair Witch, for example. Oh man, I am really engrossed in that game. I didn't really think of it much at first, but I, I'm just really, I'm really interested in it. It's really spooky, and uh, I'm really digging like finding out about the characters and even the dog's kind of cool. It actually acts like a dog, and hey, I got to play for free on Game Pass. So hey, that's always a win, right? Awesome, yeah, definitely. 
<clears throat> yeah, Megatron. Uh, have you been? Uh, what what interests you? Anything in particular? Um. Yeah, definitely. So I picked up Man of Dam actually just about a half ago, half hour ago before we started the show, and then um, Gears. Gears Five is to me like the biggest thing. I've been getting so pumped. You know, listening to Jez uh, on Twitter. You know, and his uh, upcoming review. I'm looking forward to that. And then Tim doing his thing, of course. And uh, Gears, it's all about Gears for me. Once you know, once that game comes out, uh, it's gonna that's gonna my console is gonna turn into a Gears console. Actually, I have the console on pre order and the Lancer and the Collector's Edition, like everything. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 that serious. I can't wait. And uh, and then there's Astral Chain, which uh, you know I'm mm-hmm. gonna pick that up eventually. Astral Chain, I've been seeing uh, Cognito playing that a lot, and um, but it's all about gears, man. It's just uh, it's gonna consume most of September. There is the D- the Destiny DLC is coming up, I think, in another week or so. What mm-hmm. is that? Um, I do have that. I'm supposed to be playing it, but like. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough with my time that I put in at work. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be all about gears, man. <laughs> I can't say it enough. Like you need the sex clouds. You seen the pictures and everything that they're showing. You know, little you know tidbits of gameplay mm-hmm. that, that you know, they're still kind of like trying to you know keep it bay, but it's gears, man. Gears five. I want to see where the story is going to go. The campaign. I know what to expect from. Uh, the multiplayer, but like I just gears, 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 gears for me. It's gonna be um I gotta develop this call for the release date. I'm planning to be sick and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I got the hives and whatever I can look up in the uh, <laughs> journal mm-hmm. of medicine, whatever fine, you know, what kind of illness that I'm gonna catch that day, I'm I'm not going to work. It's gonna be about to it, so. Yeah. Yeah, Gears, you know what? Gears looks really good. I had the opportunity to play it at Fan Expo uh, mm-hmm. again like a little while ago. Well, I played uh, the escape mode. And I'll admit, I wasn't all that huge on it. I mean, the game looks great. Um, some of the weapons are pretty neat. Um, but I didn't really... I played a few rounds of it. I wasn't really, wasn't really jiving with me. But when mm-hmm. I saw this the new campaign footage like over the past couple of days that they've been pumping out it's really getting me excited and i have it preloaded ready to go from uh, game pass and no i'm excited to play guys i really am it's it looks gorgeous <laughs> and i'm i'm really excited to see what all the new stuff that they've added in and yeah hopefully it's what was the shot at the clips i'm seeing are they're shooting the ice right like i'll just say this one because everyone's seen it for the most part and the ice is kind of like forming back to me that's just that whole backdrop and everything just it's just that alone wants me to pay i mean it, maybe it's corny but like i just cannot wait to get my hands on this damn game and see what the campaign's about like i cannot wait i've talked that's to it. uh several people who um, are, are playing the campaign as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. Some some pretty far in, and pretty much everyone that I've spoken to, uh, extremely impressed, um, saying that it's visually it's amazing. Uh, 4K 60. Uh, there are some a little bit of frame drops here and there uh, when the it gets hectic, but overall the presentation is very solid. Uh, it's it, they say it's it's. They say it's a real deal. Like, basically, this looks like this could be a 90, 90 Metacritic or a, around there 
type game that Xbox has been lacking all gen. And I think that 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 uh, you know, other than Forza Horizons and the racing games, you know, which always score well, uh, this is the you know the big shooter that Xbox. Uh, you know, it's 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 pushing them back to you know their their old roots. This is this is a, a game that was a big franchise that when Gears Four came out, um, like I was saying pre-show, the the hype wasn't around it. Um, I, the game didn't sell as as well as I'm sure that they wanted to sell better. It still sold well, but it really feels like it's a return to the form. And everyone I've spoken to has been several people like they're really impressed like it is like you know not like little complaints here and there it's like oh my god you have to see this tim this is mm. this this is really amazing there's just so much stuff to do uh it's unlike any other gears game it's not linear uh it's it's you know as we know it's open a semi-open world there's spots that you can, you know, uh, you know, uh, venture to, uh, and 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 it's just, it seems like they 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 dotted all the eyes and and crossed all the t's and they got it all all and and you know this is what I've been saying and a lot of other people in the community been saying, if you look at what Rod did from 2014 when he established the franchise that he was going to take it over, he made a game an engine. Uh, and pretty did a pretty good job. A pretty it did a pretty god good job for the time allotted in 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 two years. And Gears mm. Four came out. Now he's dealing with about a hundred more devs, more time, an already established uh, engine um, that they're building on that they've built on since 2014. Uh, Unreal Engine Four. It is it is it is it is everything that that you would think that. It should be with Rod, and I think that he's he's him and his and his and his, the studio is going to get the uh, recognition that they really deserve. I really feel that this game is going to um, be critically acclaimed, and I think it's going to sell well. I, I think that it's a smart move to put it on Steam, um, so you don't have any problems. Uh, the PC support, from what I've heard, is fantastic. It has Dolby Atmos, 4K 60 on the X. 60 uh 60 hertz uh, servers um dedicated servers this is the real deal and uh, damn it put tim in the game give that man a chainsaw he's got me so excited i, I mean i'm and i'm a, no, already a huge uh, game you know a huge yeah. gas man but damn it put that guy rod well, put us in the movie too by the way yeah well i don't want to be too <laughs> long-winded here but somebody called me today and they were like oh man tim it fell off it was bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, I got to Act Three and it fell off, and it was just been really disappointing. I'm like, tell me your kid. He's like, yeah, I'm kidding. It's amazing. He's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's amazing. So uh, I really think that we're in for a treat, and you know, good good for the Xbox fans that kind of stayed true, and you know, weren't flip flopping all over the place. You know, I remember uh, guys saying that they were the number one Gears fan and tweeting, and now now we're uh, you know not even talking about the game. You, you can't make yeah, these guys up. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's it's uh, we're in for a treat. So, can't uh, you will only give your Metacritic score prediction, or is that going to be? I'm, like at a, I'm at I'm at a ninety. I'm at uh. a straight ninety. I, I I do think it has a potential to be a tick higher or a tick lower. I you know I'm sure that. 
you know, you'll 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 get. Uh, as one person said, uh, it should be a ninety Metacritic, but with the Xbox hate, you never know. So, you know, it might be ticked down a little. So we'll, we shall see. But I think, regardless, it's going to be critically acclaimed. There's no science behind my score. I'm going to just say straight up ninety four, just because. Oh wow. Because because what Rod is doing, what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what Tim Dog is saying, ninety four. Damn it, let's go. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, since you guys are chiming in on Metacritic, I don't usually do it, but what the heck? Why not? Um, I I, don't know, I tend to always go a little lower with my expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll just and this is across the board. I will say eighty five. I will say eighty five. Which hey, that's still pretty high for me. That's still pretty. That's a good. I think, in my I think, I think it'll be. I'll be higher than eighty five in my opinion. Well, hey, and that's hey, that's totally. I understand, uh, Centurion. While we're throwing out numbers here, what what's your uh, thought on this? What Metacritic wise? Well, wasn't um, Gears Four like an eighty four? Yes, I'm probably wanting to lean more towards like an eighty nine or a ninety. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just really hoping that the uh, that the, the the gaming media is extremely receptive <clears throat> and doesn't want to kind of perpetuate what seems to be very common towards the xbox brand and i'm not trying to sound like one of these crazies with a tinfoil hat on but no i'm definitely very excited um as soon as i saw the campaign footage all everything was validated for me but to point out that i was never worried in the first place because i already knew they were cooking up something pretty good um i even did a video on it about what i thought the campaign was going to be i was little wrong but at the same time i i thought kate was going to be like having that choice of either becoming the hero or the protagonist but as soon as she got on that helicopter and you know you see uh, marcus asked did you find what you're looking for i did and now we got to kill it i was like yep she ain't gonna be the protagonist mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that that <clears throat> video got me totally pumped um, even more, I will definitely say I feel more hype for this game than Gears 4. Um, and there is a lot more buzz, like what Tim Dog was saying in the pre chat um, or the pre show. There is more buzz for this game now than there was for Ga- Gears 4. And that was probably, as like what Tim Dog said, in part was Rod Ferguson wanting to just dial it back and not basically give everybody what they wanted. I even said earlier, if I was Rod Ferguson, when I was seeing how some of these people were reacting, saying that, oh, you can beat Gears 4 and like four to, I mean, Gears 5 in four to six hours. Um, it's just regular old Gears. It's nothing. It was and never was this, that, and the other. If I was Rod Ferguson, yeah, I'd be like, I'm not going to show them anything because all they can seem to do is like try to tear down the game that they don't know nothing about. Never fails, never fails, man. And for the record, I'm not a Metacritic guy. If I like something and it's interesting to me, um, I'll I'll just simply play it, you know. And uh, that's just the way I am. I mean, I, I just don't care. Just for just just for the you know shits and giggles, I just you know I I just bought up Metacritic. So it's to, for me personally, it's a gamer. Doesn't really matter, you know. I see it. I play. I hell, I play Pac Man and pinball for hours and hours and hours. And that's two thousand and nineteen twenty, and I'll still be playing those games. So, well, rest assured, September fourth, when the when the uh, when the um, embargo lifts, I think it's six a.m. You will have a lot of people tuned in. I mean, the developers themselves uh, look to Metacritic as as you know they they look they look at it overall. 
Uh, 90 is like the gold standard. If you get above 90 or 90, uh, it's considered critically acclaimed hit. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, if it's 88, 89, you know, there's a little leeway there too. But uh, mm -hmm. it's always nice to tick on the 90. Uh, but yeah, it, it is something that the industry is 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 about. It's like somebody said, "Oh, Tim, now you care care about review scores." I'm like, I'm like, bro, I've been doing review scores since System Wars in 2007. You're talking about 12 years of talking about reviews and stuff. It definitely matters. Metacritic matters. Doesn't matter to possibly the gamer. <clears throat> But in the industry, it is big. It's, there's sometimes oh, there's the industry credit score. Yeah, it is the industry credit score, and and they mm -hmm. go by it. Some sometimes there's there there is uh, you know stipulations and contracts. If you score so and so this, you'll get a bonus here. I think that that was uh, I heard a rumor that that was a part of uh, Destiny Two, that they had to score a certain uh, amount. Um, yeah, I heard but, that you as know, well. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the things that you hear. It's it's a big thing in the industry, and most of all, like like I said, I, I think that. What Xbox fans and what Xbox in general and even Phil, you know, and, and everyone, they they, they kind of got to get somewhere where they get something where they, they deserve recognition. And people say, you know, they've seen it. Nintendo get their recognition. Obviously, they've seen Sony get their recognition over and over and over. They really haven't had that moment. And this very well might be their moment where people say, you know what? Xbox doesn't suck. This is an awesome game. And you know what? Look at this game. Wow. And that's yeah. it. You know, and, and that supersedes everything. And in video games, if you deliver that type of experience and it's it's head sh above shoulders and there's nothing you could say, you will get the naysayers to shut up and you will get people to recognize it. And I'm just hoping that's the case here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited. Again, again, guys, I'm not huge on Metacritic. I just kind of go by what i see and if i like it well i'll go with that sometimes it's on the lower end of the metacritic in the long run sometimes it's on the high end i just i like what i see what i hear and opinions uh -huh. so i just go with that gut intuition in a lot of ways uh shock since we're playing this game do you have a metacritic score in mind what what are you kind of eyeballing for it yeah i'm looking at a like probably a 92 which i uh, Kofi, I, I think he's asked the Metacritic scores multiple times, so I think I've said mm -hmm. 92 and stayed true to that. And it's funny each time people play oh, like yeah. laughing mm -hmm. like post <clears throat> me. And one mm -hmm. that I go back and forth with and have fun with is a uh, bad hombre. I don't know if you've seen him. Uh, <laughs> he gave me a gif, or uh, I think it was like a laughing photo, la laughing photo with Tom Cruise, but it had like uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. Which was funny because this week he made a post putting his prediction after that new footage, and now it says ninety three. And I'm like, so you're laughing at my ninety two, but now now you're predicting ninety three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I think a lot of you are going to be surprised. But... Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Well, actually, there's a lot of games that I'm looking forward to, but I guess can't believe that we're Gears is finally around the corner, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, is there anything else you guys want to chime in on, or uh, can we move on? I just want the game to be good. The campaign, the campaign, the campaign. You know, I know what to expect of multiplayer. Italian Clowns is saying he, he's thinking this may be an 87. Mm -hmm. Be safe out there, my friend. I know he's out there in Florida. And yeah. uh but yeah. Um Albi has this I hope I everything's make one little oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. 
Oh, no. I was going to make one last thing, of which I probably already chimed in earlier, but not on here. Uh, <clears throat> everybody got really offended when I said, like, wait, if, if Gears 4 was a 84, Killzone was a 73, Gorillas game, and then if this one ends up being over, like, 90 plus above uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm like, does that make a... Uh... <laughs> Are we sure Gorillas a better... Uh... Developer than the coalition, and everybody got <laughs> no. really offended by that. Like, you can't compare mm. them, they're not <clears> in the same game. I'm like, well, then how do you make game of the year contenders? How can you compare games? Like, I know I'm not comparing the direct mechanics. Well, I think what was Horizon was from the studio, or, yeah. Horizon, Horizon was, was 80, 89, 89, yeah. Uh, yeah, listen, I do think that that both are high caliber studios, but again, this is this is going to be a feather in, in Xbox game studios. Uh, you know, hat. This is this is going to be a top quality develop, developer. They're going to have probably four four to five hundred people uh, on Gear Six, and um, it's well, the way it's looking like this is going to go well. So this is a very good thing for Xbox and Xbox Game Studios. It, it's it's something that they kind of really needed, and uh, by the looks of it, it's something that they kind of needed. We'll, we will know. Uh, as we get close to September fourth, and obviously when it releases September sixth on Ultimate, but yeah, this is uh, they are a quality dev, and like I said, they have grown pretty pretty much uh, over a hundred. I think a hundred when they first started at two hundred, now they're at three fifty. I think. Um, think about so, it; it's only their second game, and yeah, they're growing. They, look at that level from one game, the leap that they've made to, and 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 Rod's been and Rod's known within the industry as somebody who yeah, he's delivers. Yeah, he's very experienced. Bioshock. Uh, he delivers, and he delivers on time. And uh, I think this is going to be a, a defining moment for him uh, and, and a big spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting, guys. And we'll definitely have a lot more to talk about come next week. I would personally love to have uh, a TXR like group party going on for gears whether it be horde multiplayer or even campaign i'm just excited so it's gonna be good guys it's gonna be good but uh moving on uh let's see we got games with gold for september and a few days ago uh xbox announced that the september games with gold are hitman the complete first season uh as well as what else uh Oh, and we were here. I believe it's some kind of a uh, problem-solving game, a puzzler. And the Xbox 360 games that we'll be getting are Earth Defense Force 2025 and Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Guys, how do you feel about this list? Uh, is this month's offerings all right? Um, Shock, how do you feel about this list? Do you think these games are okay? Um, I would say they're okay. They're kind of lacking and only in the sense that they did give away a Tekken Tag Tournament during an E3 I think when it was that year they had the guy from the producer developer from Tekken be on stage and they said announced it that day hey this game's free go download it so I know they've already given that <clears throat> away not with games with gold but promotionally so I think from that standpoint since it's already a game that's already been given <laughs> Some of that stuff, I think, but, is that they're catering to newer people too that are subscribing to Xbox who don't have the game yet, too, and I don't think it's a bad thing. So, <clears throat> but, uh, 
Well, don't they receive like the developers receive money still for the fact that these games are being downloaded for free and games with gold? Uh, like they, don't they gotta sure. don't they gotta pay sure they to have them put in gold? Because I'll at least look at it from my point of view. If I was a developer and they're like, "Hey, we you know we're gonna release your game in games with gold, and you know you're gonna get paid based on how many times it's downloaded." First words on my mouth will be like, "I don't want to be in September. Gears four, Gears Five is just gonna completely kill the competition." Nope, I, I everybody's gonna be on Gears Five. They're not even gonna be looking at games with gold because you know. If you got Game Pass, it's almost like a second version of Games with Gold. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, the thing is, as Shock had noted, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, yeah, it was released as, I believe, a free like E3 game a year or two ago, um, which was kind of nice. But we also have this uh, uh, Puzzler, we were here. I don't know if anybody's interested in that. I, I kind of like games like that, to be honest. Um, I kind of like screwing around with puzzles. Um, the Earth Defense Force. I don't know what it is with Xbox the past couple of months. They've been giving away a lot of Earth Defense Force games. Um, it seems like we're going to get the entire series come <laughs> uh, the Scarlet, honestly. And I'm not complaining. I like the Earth Defense Force games. It's just uh, It seems to be like every couple of months we're getting that. And Hitman, haven't they given away Hitman before too? The first season, I'm pretty sure I downloaded that a few months back on Game Pass. It was, I don't remember, <clears throat> I don't even know if it was on Game Pass. It's just, I, I'm pretty sure I remember it being just available for free because sometimes they have all, all this content available for free for a limited time. So, like, I'll be honest, judging from this list, like, it's not a terrible month but i think they could have done a little better with the offerings considering you know they've given away tech in a way before and uh obviously the first season of hitman we did just come from a really good month with forza yeah. 6 and uh, gears, gears 4 so it's it's hard to make up for that even what was it castlevania as well that was yeah. a really jam-packed month um and I'm still working my way through that because no, that was a really good month that they had. So it just it it's always this back and forth, back and forth. But at the same time, you know that we're getting into the new game season, right? So not too many people I, I are going to be really playing these games. But it would have been nice if they gave us like some other options, is what I'm suggesting. Oh well. Well, but, I mean, in my opinion, it's it was a. An, an, an okay month um like you said the previous month was strong uh at this point i think that that, that uh games for gold is becoming less and less relevant because of game pass uh i, I think they're on a on a on a on a you know a path that's gonna take them to a point where they're gonna have to restructure this. Maybe, um, maybe make you know something free, or you know, get this Xbox Live seems redundant when you have Ultimate, and you have all these things given out with, with what they're they're planning with Ultimate. I really believe that they should just make that. And, I, and I've talked to them, uh, a few people at Xbox, you know, um, to make it just where you know the Ultimate is the only thing that you can sign into. That's that's the service. And uh, you know, make you know, make multiplayer free. You know, uh, have it opened up. I mean, at, at this point, if you don't have ultimate, 
you're losing out. It's such a good deal, and they're going to add X Cloud server to it, X Cloud everything to it. So, or at least Game Pass X Cloud. So it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty uh, pretty crazy uh, value for what you're getting. And um, at that point, it just becomes redundant. Like you know, instead of instead of having games for gold, just instead of having that, just possibly just have the ultimate, and then have make the you know open up the online open up the multiplayer and i think that would be a real strong mm-hmm. way of, of getting xbox back to relevancy yeah what Did- about i didn't mean to interrupt but i was going to say what about moving the free games to the game pass service you know yeah, with, game yeah. pass, with game pass you know you know how they have like you get all those different mm-hmm. sections you could have a section of games where you know download this game or download that game for free because like Look at uh, her Forza Six. They mm. gave that game away for free because it was going to be delisted. So right. it would be, you know, basically another incentive to have Game Pass. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. I do think they need to rework it because, you know, you're going to have a service that's so exponentially great that you know, then instead of having three services, you're going to have to do something because I do feel like Xbox Game for Gold and Game Pass kind of compete against each other and in a way i think i do believe that game pass does kind of uh take away some of the value or some of the uh value would have gotten if there wasn't a game pass meaning if witcher 3 is is on the is on the uh the chopping block well not the chopping block is 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 to be selected game pass is going to get that game before uh you know games for gold is because game pass means more and that's where I find that it kind of conflicts with each other. And that's where I find that Xbox kind of can rework it where they can give more value or just give this ultimate for $14.99 a month with everything that's that's included with it and then, you know, rework some things and work, rework some uh, area, maybe make it open it up. Because like I said, it's kind of like makes Xbox Live redundant or it's just one of the pieces that that's part of the ultimate package that really you could just say, Hey, you know, uh, get our engagement up, get everyone playing our games. Let's just make it multiplayer free because you're going to have a ton of people just subscribing to ultimate because of what it offers, the value that it offers. And um, it just keeps getting better and better. And, and they're looking at, they're looking to, for it to be their Netflix of, of gaming and it looks like it's going that way way it, it definitely is is very popular and it's getting more and more popular recognized and um and the developers you know there's been people said that it wasn't doing good but the developers are happy they're in there and and they're they're in there for a reason you know some of these games get double looks three three times the looks that they wouldn't have gotten if they weren't a part of it so oh, yeah the guy from descender said that it totally exceeded his expectations so you know, it's 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 something that 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 they definitely have to look into. In my opinion, I would do the 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 leave the multiplayer free, get rid of the Xbox Live Gold, and just make it one price, one one service instead of mm-hmm. three. It's a great idea, Tim. Free multiplayer. That would mean to open the multiplayer up. That would be huge. Mm-hmm. That definitely would be, be huge. huge. <clears throat> yeah. No, absolutely, guys. Actually, did any of you take advantage of the uh, one dollar Game Pass Ultimate offer? I did. I did. Is it like a? Li- I think there's a limit, though, isn't there? Yeah. It's, it's, I'm up to like 2022 or something, or 2021. You can go. You, know, up, you, can, you can max out three years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's just such a good offer. Like I've been getting in on the uh, the PC stuff too, and it's just it's amazing. Like just having like I I just really like what they're doing with the whole initiative. It's really bringing everything together, and uh, you know it's really showcasing a lot of the games that they have in their stable, even on PC, even the RTS. And I'm just really enjoying that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, I think with mine, I already had a year of uh, Game Pass, so for me to take advantage of it, I would have had to buy a whole another year of Game Pass to like stack it, which is one hundred twenty dollars. Because if I would have just bought live, it wouldn't have stacked because I didn't have any saved up for live. <laughs> so I was like, uh, if I, it doesn't really save me much to really try to take advantage of that deal. Um, <laughs> uh, what <clears throat> I don't know if you knew what happened with my account is I had six months of game pass left over and three months of gold. And when I spent that dollar, it basically gave me almost pretty much 12 months. Like it put all of them together. It stacked all of them together. And I got literally a year's worth of game pass and Xbox live for a dollar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, basically gave it for me until I have until like may of next year. Now. But yeah, mine's a three year stack to really make it worth it. But mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, anybody in the chat, let us know how you feel about this September's Games with Gold and what you think that Microsoft should do down the line. Should they combine it with uh, Game Pass, like, you know, kind of sh- or just get rid of it altogether, you know, just other options because it seems to be uh, getting the short end of the stick in the past, well, recently, anyways. But that, that definitely let us know. Uh, Can I add on to one thing what you're saying? Mm hmm. I was sorry to interrupt, but it was just if they got rid of the free games right now and their competition was still giving out free games, that would just be another thing that people would just gravitate on. Like, see, oh, they're already taking away the free games. Their services aren't worth it. I think that's one of the reasons why they're probably reluctant and they're they're trying to at least put games in the service. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds pretty good. And the next time you interrupt me, Centurion, remember, I have the mute button. All I have right. the power. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But, no, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, uh, go ahead, Megatron. Um, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were. I thought was I it the can something. of the can of this wine cooler that, that interrupted? I don't know if it was me or the one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, uh, who do we have here? Strike Gaming here. Gold should be free since it's free on PC. You know what? That argument comes up a lot. And I totally understand that because there is definitely a rift between the PC and the console. Right. So, you know what? I, it, I think it, it just makes sense. sense. It makes a ton of sense. And like I said, I, I have talked two people about this this is not something that you know uh that uh you know it's just going on deaf ears it's something that that's been put out there uh there is there is uh you know shut that argument up but again it would you know they're looking to have engagement high they're looking to have you know they're, they're talking about two billion gamers the thing that the thing you you you, you know you, you with kill a bird with two stones with this basically you you're gonna get your engagement it's gonna go way up if you if you open up uh, multiplayer for free it's gonna go up uh, way up you're also gonna be look like the you're gonna you look real good uh, and you're gonna get some really good uh, media coverage about it you're gonna look like the good guys 
Uh, you're going to take away the argument about PC and, and, and all that. Another thing is, is that you're also going to be giving people the chance to really look at Ultimate in a way that they wouldn't have looked before because everyone knows when they get Xbox, the first kind of service they look to is Xbox Live because that gives them the that opens it up. Imagine a world where you don't have to really even engage with that. You say, hey, we're ready to go. Uh, and this is our service, the ultimate premier service. And this is the, our Netflix, one service. You're going to get people to sign up for that. Yeah, you're going to get the random people to say, oh, I'm not paying for online. But you know what? Your engagement's going to go up. And uh, I think that you would, you know, they might take a hit for the first year. But overall, they would, they would, you know, it, it'd be a very good thing for Xbox. And, and quite frankly, I think that's something that Xbox needs to do to really kind of get themselves back in the public eye and back to a point where they're looked at as a company with great respect. Cause uh, you know, as we know, Xbox has went through a lot this gen, this gen was uh, horrific for them. Their, their brand took, took three steps back. And um, some people say it was, it's not even recoverable. Uh, obviously I, I, we don't think that here, but you know, the fact is, is that they, you know, they, they should be doing better. And, and I think that they have to do something bold like that to kind of, you know, kind of get them back in it, you know, a bold move. <clears throat> so, you know what, Tim, like you talk about opening things up, right? You know, one of the topics we have on the list, I think we kind of skip in one, you know, maybe, you know, if, if uh, um, <laughs> Invader allows me is, uh, you know, plans for first party games, first party Xbox games to be on other platforms. You, know, you want to talk about opening things up. You know, how do you, I mean, it doesn't, for me personally, it doesn't bother me if Ori goes to the Switch or goes to PlayStation. Like, I don't know. It's just. For me, for me, I think they have to have <laughs> some type of exclusivity. And mm -hmm. I think that, that, that the recent, the recent comments by Booty and then double down by Greenberg, Mm -hmm. uh, they they are not making games to go on other systems. I do think that in the case with with Sony with uh, with Nintendo with Ori, I do think that there was uh, kind of uh, a, a good relationship that they had with Reggie, and mm -hmm. they just wanted to get the, the the series out there more and Cuphead this and that. They made sense, but you know they definitely have to uh, they definitely have to have some sort of exclusivity or a reason to look at the platform. I think the service itself. It, you know, you provide a service like, you know, uh, Xbox Ultimate. That's what you're, you, you're competing. And then the studios that you actually have. You know, you got right, all these studios acquisitions. The and then this is going to be about content. I mean, you look at what Focus Home Interactive is doing, their, that publisher. You look what Sony's doing with their acquisitions. Yeah, and, and of course, Microsoft. Um, nothing from Nintendo, which do they even need to be in that, that space. I think if you really want to open things up, maybe that's just the best way to go. I just my, it's just me off the top of my head, you know. I'm just speaking, you know. Just maybe that's the best way to go is to open things up. I mean, it's just to just if you want to play it on that per console, you know, it's just you're still gonna make your money off it. You just you know, it's just Microsoft owns that studio, Sony owns that well, studio. Why not? Uh, mm -hmm. I think I think I think part of it is what you're saying is is that if you do open it up and you know you're talking about being third party and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. The one of the one of the things that you'd probably have to do is you'd have to sign it to Xbox Live. There's no way that they're gonna let their games go on another platform without you signing into, uh, you know. I mean, if if they went that route, you would have to sign it to Xbox Live. I do mm-hmm. think that they have thought. The, the, what I do, I, th- I do think that they have thought about what you're you're talking about, and I do think that there was probably a, at one time a part of the conversation, but mm-hmm. I do think that they they do realize that. You kind of have a, have to have something that's in your, you know, you have to have some type of exclusivity. Um, you know, they're stretching themselves thin with Play Anywhere. You know, you get it on PC. Uh, you know, I think I, I, for me personally, I, I just think that that would be going too far left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that uh, that uh, it, it would wouldn't bode well as far as their you know, um, engagement. I, I do think that most most people would probably just say, yeah, well, why even get an Xbox? And people are doing that now when I can play their games wherever. I can now play it on PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. Two, as, you know, I want to play, I want to play the best games. Um, and, you know, they offer a console experience only on Xbox, like Gears and Halo, that I'm going to gonna play on just Gears and Halo. And I think that that's one way of, of them to... to to keep some customers and to gain some customers. I do think that they need exclusivity in my, my opinion, but I do think that they have had these conversations. Um, but it kind of makes sense. I mean, I guess then, so then I guess then cross play and cross save would be a bigger thing. Cause that would allow you to sign in on either platform of your choice, you know, service that you're using, whether it's right. Sony's, whatever they have. And then, with enabling crossplay, I mean, yeah. Now that I think about it, it would just, you know, that would be that 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 bridge, you know. All so right, well, I th- I think that in, in ten years, maybe that the the marketplace would be more receptive. But mm-hmm. I think right now, I, I think if the writing's on the wall, if they went third party mm-hmm. uh, and they had Scarlet, I do think that that would cannibalize sales too much to the point where. Uh, you know, they just might just become a third party and, and just be a game pass and just never have a console mm-hmm. again, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't think that any of us want. I think that uh, when I say open it up and, and you know, and, and you know, uh, you know, open it up with multiplayer, I think that <clears throat> I just think that they need something because I think that they're so behind in mindshare at this moment. Like, you know, I hear 31,000 Xbox One sold in August comparatively you know it's getting sold uh it's just an mpd in 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 you know by four times by with sony and and more with nintendo mm-hmm. that's 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 winning that's that's showing that your brand is really suffering and um you know they obviously have next gen and they're going to have games but they need something to kind of jumpstart them and i do believe that if they had a focused Xbox Ultimate as their only service, and it tied into X Cloud, um, and and they kind of gave people the option to play online for free. I, I do think that that would really, uh, really jumpstart them. I, you know, that's mm-hmm. just my opinion. Like I said, I I've had conversations with people at Xbox with uh, in regards to it, and you know, they are always listening, and you know, they're not somebody that's just gonna, you know. I think that they're in the process of, of, of talking about this all themselves, the, the stuff that you've talked about the, that you just brought up, stuff mm-hmm. that I've brought up, or just the way they're going to handle Listen, you're going to have xCloud, you're going to have uh, Xbox Live Gold, you're going to have X, Xbox Cloud off of servers, 
and now you're going to have Xbox Game Pass and Xbox PC Game Pass, Xbox Ultimate. It is it is something that, you know, they have to come up with a way to make it all understandable and all feasible for just the everyday consumer that, you know, that the gotcha. mom and pop can come right mm-hmm. into the store and say, hey, I could get this service and I could buy this and I'm in. And yeah. that's it, you know? It is, it is nice that they finally make a statement now, though, because a lot of people were wondering, hey, you know, Cuphead, like others were saying, and then you got Ori being announced. Okay, but they don't own uh, Cuphead, but obviously they own Ori. And people are like, well, you know, will something bigger go to other platforms, such as, I don't, I'll say Gears, for example. But it's nice that they reiterate this and make a statement because people need to feel confident with their platform purchase going forward and if they can just find it anywhere else all these ips that they own then what's the point of buying an xbox right gotcha so Mm -hmm. yeah no so this is nice i i really like that they came out finally about this uh shock how do you feel about this do you think this is a smart move by them to make a statement like this Shock is a busy man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you said something before that. No, uh, yeah, I think that's a. Yeah, I think it's a good move there, and because people think that just because like some small indie games that weren't even from their technically first party studios, like that they published on the Switch, means that oh, it's gonna get Gears and Halo Infinite. And, like, no, they're gonna keep the AAA big bangers that people actually that the casuals know. Because a lot of the casuals don't know of like Cuphead and things like mm-hmm. that, so those weren't going to be big system sellers. If they lose them to the Switch, did that really sway millions of customers? Like probably not. It's uh, also no. the studio, so but <clears throat> yeah, I, but I think it'll still keep those somewhat exclusive. At least if they do put them on the Switch, it'll probably be more with the X Cloud because at that point that's just another mobile tablet. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think they'll draw the line with PlayStation because PC is a different platform, different type of gamer. Same thing with Switch. That's more on that mobile side. They're going to keep that home console market because they're still um, they're going to pass the PS3 in North America sales or North American sales um, most likely by the end of this gen. Um, so I mean they're still doing well in the biggest market you know in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure they're still going to want all that money, all those subscriptions, um, and to put all your stuff on PlayStation through like Game Pass if they ever allowed that, which I doubt, uh, would just like kind of kill. You know, there would be no reason. That's a different. That's the too similar for you to just put all your games there. Mm-hmm. So you lose mm-hmm. a lot of those people. Whereas I was already going to go to PC anyway because of the performance. That I was seeing, so you're not really losing me. I was going to go there anyway, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think you're really absolutely too much. And you need reasons. Uh, you need to be attracted to the console by the the IP that they have. And then when I see games like, well, okay, again, they don't own Cuphead, but Ori, uh, even games like that they had deals with, like Super Lucky's Tale, go to other platforms. Uh, it was just funny seeing it. I was again, I was just at Fan Expo and they were showcasing <laughs> one of the games that they were showcasing was Super Lucky's Tale, which makes sense. But a lot of people were saying, Oh, I already have that for Xbox, I already played it for Xbox. And that was 
I mean, it was a small game, but people remember it like that. People remember exclusives and reasons to buy uh, for certain systems. So uh, for their heavy bangers like Halo, Gears, hopefully we get Fable, or like Forza, they need to be in the Microsoft ecosystems. They need to be attracted to the Xbox, and I think that's smart that they come out with this statement now because I think some people on the Xbox side were getting a little, well, a little cautious and worried about what they were doing, so it's nice that they inform us about this. Chat, how do you clear message? <laughs> yeah, they, they had to have done that, and, 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 I, and I hope they do it more. I do think that within some of the ranks that they think, well, Twitter is, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's only a, 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 a loud majority, a minority, a loud minority. It doesn't really reflect the people that play FIFA and all the games, uh, Fortnite, the millions of kids. Um, and all the players that are playing that. But the thing is, is that when you have uncertainty and people are harping on it and people continually push these, you know, uh, these fear-mongering, you know, tactics that, hey, it's all, you know, you're, you're buying something worthless, ha, 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 and you keep constantly seeing that and then you don't answer it, it does start to, it starts to, you know, affect, it starts to take a toll. And um, I'm happy that they they announced it, uh, that the, the you know that they doubled down on it and they said it because obviously that went through. Like they, they you know, they have to start doing that. And you know, people like Mike Ybarra and, and 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 certain other people, I really think get it. Like I I think that guys like him should speak up more and you know address some of these things you know that, that go rampant within Twitter and stuff like that you can't turn a blind eye to it because it's like anybody disparaging your business or you know you know you know uh, saying baking up things it's gonna take a toll if you don't address it people are gonna just think it's true and that's a sad thing so they can't not say anything but they have to be concise about it they have to speak to they have to speak to the people and, and they have to be like, this is what it is. End of story. No more. There's no leeway. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. th th what happened was is you had the statement that came out from Booty. And then three days later, you had a statement came from the uh, Game Pass that the eventual goal is to have all their games on uh all the all the platforms and what that person really was talking about was X Cloud and Game Pass, but it kind of it kind of got muffled and I don't think that he really what he took was taken out of context and people said ah oh, look you have one person saying this and that yeah but, I mean when you deal when you're dealing with X Cloud and um, you're dealing with a service like that that's a completely different thing than than Xbox saying hey we're making a game for xbox but we're also going to port it and have it ready day one day and date on sony playstation and nintendo that you know that is is, is something that was pushed out there that needs to be addressed because like you say if you have uncertainty in in your ecosystem people are just going to just bail out and say you know what i'm going with the one that's going to have all the games and have your games too and again microsoft has to be they have to be more cognizant of what's going on. They they cannot let this stuff go, because mm -hmm. you know you look at thirty one thousand units sold. That's very bad. You know that's 
you know, they're in they're in the they're in the uh, you know the Wii U territory right now. I mean, they're a little bit above that, but that's how how uh, you know detrimental how how much this brand has went down since 2013. <laughs> hey, I mean, at least Xbox is still rolling with the uh, Xbox One, the the Wii U. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo wanted to get that way out, out of the way within a few years, and then the Switch came along. That was the Wii U years were pretty bad. <laughs> So. Yeah, I think it's a little bit above that, but the fact is, is that they—it just goes to show you that you can have a company that 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 was once, you know, uh, you know, you know, highly acclaimed and everyone loved them, and then they had this console and it was it was you know not recognized, it was kind of misrepresented, the the name was bad, and it had all the problems that like kind of Xbox One had, and and it did it in and. They just gave up, like you said. At least Microsoft, even though I do feel like they've given up on this gen in a way, um, and they're really full force ahead for next gen. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that they have to have to get this all the messaging and all this stuff. They have to get it under control. If that can't be done, this is all fruitless. You can have the best of everything if you cannot get your 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 your, your statements out there and your you know your pitch, and you can't get it out there, and it's all convoluted, and it's getting ripped apart. It's going to take effect. So it's it really is. It's go time for them. They cannot have these mistakes, and they have to really attack these things that come up, and you know disparage their brand. They have to be active in it. You know they have to have guys like Mike get right up on and on Twitter and say, "No, that's not the way it is. No, we're not doing that. Stop. We're going to do this." Mm-hmm. Or our plan is this, and then be done with it. Like none of this, oh, you know, up in the air, and, and then just get ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shizno Ali in the chat made an interesting point. To me, it's no different than when Near came to Xbox. Same for Hellblade; those were ex- exclusive for a short time. Uh, you are right; uh, they did eventually come, but S- Sony didn't own. Uh, well, Hellblade or uh, Nier Automata, the like X- Xbox, as far as I know, they own Ori in the Blind Forest. That IP uh, is that correct, fellas? Uh, I don't know. I think they own the IP, but I don't think they own the studio. But I could be no, wrong. not the studio, no. but the, the studio. actual. Pro- no, that's a very good question. Who owns Ori? Because I'm pretty sure they own the IP. If I I'm don't know mistaken. if they are. Are you sure Moon Studio doesn't own the IP? Oh, well, then maybe uh, they I, own I could be mistaken. I, I could totally be mistaken on that. I just, That's I could have sworn. Question. I'm going to put it up right now. Mm-hmm. But no, he makes a very good point there because, you know, when games like Nier come or Hellblade, you know, they were exclusive for a short time. <laughs> but I guess the thing is, it's all about Xbox exclusives just kind of staying exclusive. I mean, Sony didn't own those. Uh, at any point, there were just, those were just deals. But I mean, game like it's just a matter of if the big games like Gears or Forza start going other places, will there be a reason for anybody to own an Xbox? That's just what this. So it's kind of nice that they come out with these statements saying, "No, the big games and all all our other IPs will stay." So it's just kind of nice that way. Gotcha. <clears throat> but yes, yes. Uh, thank you for uh, that question, Shizno. <clears throat> but moving forward, guys, uh, we got all kinds of topics lined up. 
Uh, we're going to move on. And recently, Xbox Games Marketing Manager Aaron Greenberg gave some teases of what to expect for the upcoming XO19 in London, confirming the most significant episode of Inside Xbox, never-before-seen games, and, of course, surprises. And apparently, Age of Empires 4 seems likely to make a show there. And... There's lots of speculation going around that we'll see Fable finally peek from the shadows. Fellas, what do you think about this? Do you think we'll see a new Fable announced at this event? Or is it something that they would save for E3? Uh, Megatron, what's your thoughts on this? Do you think we'll see like a big game like Fable announced at this or something smaller? A game like Fable would be great. Um, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that something like Fable, though, would be something that would announce at E3. Just my guess. Um, but if they did announce it at XO, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be extremely happy. I've been a fan of the franchise. I played the first two. I really need to play the third one, but uh, um, that'd be big. Um, other than that, I can only imagine what else they would have to announce uh maybe another studio acquisition that'd be great uh i'll mm -hmm. right I'll, I'll start back from the last show and hope maybe well but the reason <laughs> the reason why people are suggesting fable or that's what the rumor mill is churning is because it's said london okay and right. so it in in a lot of ways it would make <clears throat> sense for maybe uh the more traditional like british studio british ip to pop up like a fable that everybody's mm -hmm. been wanting this entire gen so i can see why the rumor mills are churning there but at the same time would they save it for that show would they do a tease for it or would they save a banger like that for the big show e3 with scarlet a trailer with all they would need to probably show i mean do that and then you know people are going to get hyped you know, so bring it, man, bring it. And then uh, either if it comes out 2020, uh, new console. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be big. Mm -hmm. but, well, um, in my I opinion, I don't think that they're going to they're gonna waste it. Not waste it, but I don't think they're going to use it. Uh, I do think you have an, you have an option um, uh, that, uh, you know, um, they could you could have rare or you could have uh ninja theory those two games too because mm -hmm. they both come from the same area um but overall uh you know i don't think that they can use fable there i, I think it'd be nice but i think that they're gonna save it's just too big to to not use uh i just think it's just too big to use it at something like that they'd have to use it at e3 I don't opinion. disagree, Tim. Uh, I mean, I think it'll be at E3. However, I mean, the Fable Legends, for example, it wasn't announced at E3. It was announced at uh, Gamescom, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> would it be? Would a remaster be big enough? I'd be hype off of that. Like, if they remastered it. I mean, how long has it been? I mean, we've talked about this before. I can't remember what show it was, but how long has it been since the Fable game's been out? Like, I would take a remaster. I'd be hyped over that. You know. Uh, uh, well, new fresh coat of paint. They you know, did uh, do a Fable Anniversary Edition for the 360. Mm -hmm. uh, when was it like? It must have been like 2014, something like that. But maybe a Fable Collection, all three, would be nice remastered. That would be cool. That would be cool with me. I'd pick it up. 
and then with the well, followed by the announcement of something coming up, you know, with Fable, with well, the combination I, of that. I think you might get a studio. I mean, I, I, Club Rules teased about it, um, but I do think that you might get a studio. I, I, Booty's going to be there. They're going to have everyone there, so they might have some good stuff. If they announce Fable, I would be very surprised, but. Uh, you know, it would be a big deal. It would definitely knock. It would. It would. It would prop up XO to a different level. I just don't think that the show is at that level at this point. I do think Fable is. It's something you can close next year's E3 on. Um, uh, people want this game in the worst way. Uh, everyone knows it's the worst kept secret in the in the, in the you know in the industry. It's definitely coming. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of time when they're going to announce it. And, you know, for me, I would just, if I was Xbox, I would, you know, uh, announce, uh, you know, show the game. Hopefully it's a rare game or, or something that's really cool. And, um, you know, get a, a studio in there and, and, you know, say that you're, you know, got another studio under the thing and then, you know, have a little bit of things here and there. I don't think that people should have expectations mm-hmm. for XO to be that big of a show, in my opinion. A decent show, a good show. Best inside Xbox of the year, uh, but not up to uh, you know E three level, and that's even what 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 Aaron said as well. Don't expect mm-hmm. it to be uh, that level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I could see like a more Battle Toads gameplay from Rare. Uh, definitely stuff from Bleeding Edge, as you were saying, for a Ninja Theory or something new, a peek at something new. Maybe they have a smaller game that we don't know about. But yeah, for something like EXO, you just you never know. Honestly, it's kind of a wild card. I would expect, in my personal opinion, for it to be at E3. But maybe other people on the on the panel have a different opinion than that. A Centurion, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think we'll see something Fable related? Uh, maybe a tease? Uh, well, let's see. I'm actually in agreement with you guys probably you know definitely bleeding edge uh something from rare possibly a studio announcement if they want to go off the deep end and bring out fable at least if i was in the driver's seat over at microsoft let's look at it you know like this for starters fable is a game that is influenced very heavily by that part of the world um it, it would it would be very fitting to at least tease it over there just to have like a small little like, gosh, just for it to, some kind of a screen just to come on that says Fable 4. That's it. Um, just to tease it and at least let people know that it's out there. And the only reason that I could think of why that would really kind of work for them is that's what everybody would be talking about going forward to E3 next year. Because at that point, they would want to see um, a lot more come e3 than just a title screen so that would be my only justification on why they would even say anything about it there but again like you know i believe you said it was aaron greenberg said don't expect it to be like an e3 caliber show um definitely um i don't want to get my expectations so high to where it just ruins the show just because i didn't see what i wanted to see um because yeah i'm a big fable lover i would just love for him to do something just to let us know because like you said earlier it's the biggest worst kept secret in uh video games right now that this game is being created absolutely and i i do think we'll see like obviously some stuff there again i've heard teases of age of empires 4 which 
I am definitely looking forward to. I know it's not everybody's taste, but that's a pretty big game for them uh, going forward. Fable, again, tough call, tough call. I, 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 I'm not really seeing it. Uh, Shock, what are your thoughts? Do you think we'll see something like a Fable? Do you like Fable at all? Um, I, I don't think I've actually played any of the old, uh, Fable games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think it was hyped for the first one way back in the day. And then I think it was getting delayed. I think, I think it was originally called Project Ego. Yeah. On Xbox, if I'm mistaken. And then it just like, and then it finally came out like later, I think in Xbox's life. Um, and I just never got around to it. Wanted to play them in the second one because I heard good things. But mm-hmm. um, but I I think they could give a tease for it. Um, mm-hmm. Although you, you would have thought they would have done that at E3 if, they, if that's what they were doing. But maybe they were doing the whole Rob thing and just stretching it out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Anything's possible. I mean, it is set... Again, like, the, the setting for it is kind of interesting. But... I don't know. Is, do you think it would be a possibility that it could show up, or would they rather save it for like uh, next E three when they have a huge Scarlet blowout? Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think. Well, I think it might be more so now uh, with like Phil and Matt Booty. I think they're just letting the studios let them know when they're ready, rather than like pushing them. Hey, you need to meet this deadline because we have nothing else, so you have to meet it. Um, where they were showing stuff too early before and like like crackdown and never it just wasn't ready um so i think they're giving a lot more freedom and independence to the studios to let them show their game when they think it's ready mm-hmm. rather than like forcing it if it's if it's not ready it's not ready absolutely and i like that philosophy it's just i think people are just really chomping at the bits to you know see what they've been cooking like everybody's been saying one of the worst kept secrets in the industry and people are just excited people want to see the new stuff right and the return of the uh, the classics like fable is something that we should have had by now at least one game but you know as everybody knows uh just didn't, i think didn't from what i what i heard too like i think that fable when it does come and it gets announced, I think it's going to be really impressive. And then, you know, you're gonna you're gonna add to you know Coalition that looks like they're gonna have a big hit, uh, Halo, which is looking like he's gonna be looking really great. But um, yeah, the talent that that I've heard and and the things that I'm that I've been hearing is is that you know Playgrounds they're no joke either. So that's another big studio making another big game. Um, you know, a lot of people say, hey, Halo Gears Forza, you know, you might have to say Halo Gears Forza Fable, uh, you know, and say another bunch of three other games, you know, because uh, I, I, like I said, I do think that Fable is going to be a showstopper. And I, like I said, I think it's going to be announced next year, E3, and they close it. If they close the show at E3, mm-hmm. um, I think it'll be it be a big thing. Um, but this XO, uh, you know, we talked about, uh, it, it's it's you should be excited, and uh, I'm glad Xbox is having a show. Um, you know, a lot of people winding down. Sony just canceled their the Tokyo Game Show. You know, most of their games uh, were announced in 2016 and early 2017. That some of them aren't even out or have release dates. Um, so, you know, uh, 
Xbox, from all the crap that it gets, uh, really seems to be. It's. I do feel like they they might be hitting that curve right now, and um, you know, it's 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 all going to be uphill from now or whatever. It's going to start rolling uh, for them because uh, it's just it's just a matter of. You know, uh, it's a numbers game. They got too many people making games. They got too many people invested. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. Yep. No, me too. Me too. And I'm sure everybody on the panel is as well. And, uh, you know, we'll get more teases as time goes on. It's it's only, what, two months away. So lots of time. But moving on, guys, to our next topic. And pretty big like shocking thing happened about a week or so ago sony dropped a very big announcement that they purchased insomniac games and of course insomniac is very well known they're very well known studio creating games like spyro ratchet and clank resistance and most recently the highly acclaimed spider-man they release games on playstation mostly but in recent years they did release games on xbox games like fuse and the exclusive sunset overdrive now panel how do you feel about this is this a good buy by sony uh will we ever see sunset overdrive make its way to playstation do you think uh to me this is a very very big purchase um let's start with Tim, how do you feel about this? Was this a good buy for Sony? Ah, uh, yeah, huge buy, great, great buy, and uh, you know, it was, it was, um, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a smart buy. It was, it was a big deal, and um, they secured it. And you know, listen, when you have a game that sells fourteen million, like Spider Man, you can't, you know, it's a match made in heaven. So, it, congrats to them. Uh, you know, they got a bunch of studios over there that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Shock. I don't know if you've played any Insomniac games have, or Sunset Overdrive for that matter. I was really into the game. Do you think that this was a good buy by Sony to pick up Insomniac? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably pretty good for them to lock down. Um, also, once in which they already you saw them doing with Death Stranding, even though they're not first party at this time. Uh but once you become part of first party, they can allow you to use a lot more resources, um, which can really help the studio out and get them more um, just tools to work with. Uh, once you're in that cohesive group where you're sharing information with other studios, you kind of see that boost, which I think you're seeing with some of the Xbox's studios, some these new studios coming in. Now they're part of that group. Now you have like coalition, other ones like mingling and helping out like Ninja Theory and like, you know, all acting as a team um, when versus just being by themselves. So I think it just makes strengths and strengthens their uh, first party mm-hmm. even more. But I don't think it was as big of a splash as, say, like grabbing Ninja Theory, which was making some exclusives and was more looked out as like more towards the Sony side, whereas like Insomniac's been it's kind of like adding playground to Xbox. It was like, Okay, yeah, you saw that one coming. Didn't really shock you when it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big for them. <clears throat> yeah, no, it is big. Um, you're right; it's not shocking. Just I remember a few years ago they were, how do I put it? They were really kind of keen on being independent. They wanted to own their IP, and I think, well, from what I understand, if I remember correctly, they were a bit burned by sony in the past kind of a way and it's just interesting it's imagine 
it, it's amazing how time heals everything and how things change. And they go for you look at Spider Man, you know, selling <clears throat> 14 million copies. That's mind blowing. And it does make a lot of sense for them. They're very friendly with Sony. Uh, they have a strong, they're really pushing VR now. They have, was it Stormlands coming out? And Ratchet and Clank did very well for them as well. And yeah, they, they just, them and Sony just go together pretty well. So it makes sense to me. Just they made some comments recently in recent years that, well, kind of made me wonder at first how their relationship was, but obviously it's pretty darn good. Uh, Centurion, how do you feel about this <clears throat> buy? Uh, do you think we'll be uh, seeing Sunset Overdrive 2 on there? Uh, that would definitely be a huge kind of a very big blow if by some chance they start working on Sunset Overdrive 2. Now the question is, would they make it um, PlayStation exclusive or would they by some chance want to tap into the market that's already been established with Sunset Overdrive and get some money going on over on the Xbox side as well. <clears throat> but I don't really see him trying to go multi-plat at all. But like Shockley said, it was... What were you going to say, Megatron? It would make sense to me why they would allow it. I mean, but they actually own that IP, right? Microsoft doesn't? Have we... Uh yeah, they own the IP. I've heard mm -hmm. rumors that they've even got the script already gone, uh, like ready for Sunset yeah, Overdrive 2 and that they were looking for a publisher. It would definitely be a major like, you know, blow for Xbox if all of a sudden they come out with Sunset Overdrive 2. Now, would Sony want to be petty and keep it exclusive to their platform? Or would Sony be like, hey, if they're going to try making money off our platform by having like titles like... Um, the Outer Worlds and a couple other. He just kind of oh. faded out. Oh, oh. Petty or not, I mean, it's up to Sony, I guess. If, if, if they own the IP, I mean, I think it's a match made in heaven. Look at, you know, like you guys pretty much said it already. Mm. Look what they did with Spider Man, and it's good. I mean, I've spoken to Ted Price several times, you know, in, in, in our most favorite spot, the food court over at E3, you know, two, <laughs> two years in a row. And, you know, he wanted the game made, and uh, the phone wasn't ringing, apparently. And I guess I guess Microsoft had their reasons, uh, Sony had their reasons, and now they are signed with Sony. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would surprise me if, you know, if uh, it would be a, a game that's exclusive to uh, the PlayStation now. I have not, you know, I have to admit. What was that? Uh, no, uh, well, I was going to just mentioned it was people were saying that uh, that they were like oh sunset overdrive they'll just release a definitive edition mm -hmm. on playstation 4 like the original and then uh, insomniac kind of came out and said well we own the ip but the rights but the, the publishing the, rights the first or they said the first one that's all xbox exclusive okay. yeah or so by the way i don't know why they said that if if, if it would over the playstation but Mm -hmm. Can you hear me now? Xbox, yeah, yep. we can hear you. Xbox does own Ori 1 and 2. Ah, so, there you go. Uh, that's good. Yeah, no, it's just a very interesting situation uh, because Xbox had, Microsoft had pumped a lot of money into funding and well, marketing uh, Sunset Overdrive. Like, that was a big game for them <laughs> going forward. 
And I just am, I can just imagine that if uh, the beginning of this generation had gone their way, that that might have been a very successful IP. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that I was really into it. Like as soon as I first saw it, even the first trailer, I was like, oh, oh, OK, this is kind of this is different. This is kind of cool. And it's definitely an Insomniac game. Who would have thought that uh, Microsoft and Insomniac would have been working together? Yeah. But yeah. But you know what? I played it. One of my favorite games this gen, honestly. And if it happens to go on PlayStation, I'll definitely support a Sunset Overdrive too because that is. I just found it such a fun game, and I like the world. Uh, beautiful, gorgeous colors and fun weapons. It's just very ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I just like it. I think this is a good buy by Sony. And see, on to what you were saying about. You know, for starters, it was, you know, business as usual when Sony picked up at Insomniac. I'm pretty sure there was people at Insomniac that thought Sony already owned them. But <laughs> um, now, oh, my gosh, where was I going with this thought? It, I heard a rumor that Sunset Overdrive oh, was only boy. sold <laughs> two million copies. At least that's what I did a little bit of reading that Sunset Overdrive only sold two million copies. And so, you know, it was a big shock that, you know, at the beginning of this generation, we saw Insomniac working together with Xbox and trying to create a game. And maybe that was them dipping their toe into the pool of trying to go multiplat. And that's when they came out and said, yeah, we're OK. We want to kind of do our own thing. But it failed. And so fast forward to today, when Sony probably made them an offer, they probably thought back on that whole attempt on trying to go multi-plat and so they were like you know what let's just let this happen because we oh, tried going multi-plat and it didn't work out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know what i would argue it was even ea that soured them at first with fuse because fuse didn't do that well at all <laughs> from what i remember Actually, and i forgot about that one i didn't play fuse what's that about what is fuse about is Isn't that a... like where the dude ran around and had to get like the drug to keep going no, no, that was no. I think that's uh, that's Haze. I think if I'm oh not Haze, yeah, you're right. That was Haze. Never but, mind. I don't know. Well, it was like a third person shooter kind of. I I forget the exact story of it. I remember playing mm -hmm. a demo, and I was just like, eh, I don't know. This doesn't really feel like an Insomniac game. I I mean, I I might give it another go, but it just I don't know. It just didn't really. I don't know. It wasn't marketed very well from what I could tell. And I don't think that they're very happy with EA the way things went. Then they went to mm -hmm. Microsoft and uh, yeah, obviously they're back with Sony now and it's official, their relationship. So, you know, I wish the best to Insomniac. They're a very talented studio and uh, hey, I'm hoping for a Sunset Overdrive 2 either way. Now, in the chat, guys, how would you feel about a Sunset Overdrive 2 on PlayStation? Would you play that? Definitely let us know. Uh, anybody else have anything to add to this, or can we move on? PlayStation sucks! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Xbox Gears for Lizard. the win, baby. <clears throat> Xbox Lizard at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is a beast. No, he's a beast fire. I'm, I'm getting yelled <laughs> at. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming back, possibly. <laughs> well, we'll move on to possibly our last topic of the night. And it's also about studios. 
as studio acquisitions. Now, since we're on this topic of the purchases, there's been rumors flying about of a very Xbox-friendly studio now also getting bought up by Sony. Remedy, creators of Max Payne, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break, and the recently released Control have been heavily rumored to be eyed by Sony. Gorilla Games congratulated Remedy over Twitter, posting a picture of Control-related swag and comments from uh, Remedy thanking Gorilla for help along the way. Now, normally, mm. I wouldn't read too much into that, but back in May, Sony Studios president Shu uh, Yoshida visited the studio personally, and that does raise a few eyebrows for me. Now, panel members... How do you take this? Uh, do you think Sony is eyeing this Xbox-friendly studio for acquisition? Sounds like it. People are selling stocks and and and, and uh, paying people to visit. I mean, I guess I, is it? Yeah. Like it, normally, I wouldn't read into things so much, but I mean, there's a lot of things here that yeah. just kind of add up. Yeah, well, the first thing that I heard was Yoshida um, was supposedly um, at their studio several times. That was the first thing. Then you heard like a uh, bunch of guys selling off stocks. Um, you look at some of the tweets from like Thomas RMD, and uh, you know, uh, you, you look at some of the, the, the some of the stuff from these studios. Little teasing there. Um, it could be just an exclusive game that that comes like they could basically have flipped positions where the remedy of Xbox is now the remedy of Sony, but they still are independent. Um, so I think that that's still possible. It's it's either that or it's they're going to get uh, purchased. Um, which if they get purchased. Uh, yeah, Sony is is pretty pretty set. Uh, if that's the case, I don't think that they would really have to do much more. Um, now, didn't they want real quick? Tim, didn't they also say that they wanted to stay independent for a while? Wasn't that a, a well, rumor so did, too? So, so did Insomniac. They all say and, that. You know, yeah, you know, money that, talks, boy. <laughs> it's it's more it's money talks, but it's also it's like you look at like an ex an, an exile, and you look at some of the studios that like double find some of the stuff that they've said mm -hmm. you know basically you get signed by a microsoft or a sony you don't have to worry about funding you don't have to worry about any of the financial stuff anymore it's just about making games and you know for a studio like remedy where they've kind of never really had that hit i mean alan wake was it sold five four million, but it was it's it didn't really go as planned. I don't think it sold as much as they would have liked at the beginning. I think mm -hmm. as as time went on, it went well. Quantum Break, even though uh, Mister our, our friend Aaron Greenberg said met, met expectations, like I told him, I said if it met expectations, you'd have a sequel. And the bottom line was Quantum Quantum Break uh, had uh, you know it didn't it didn't do what it was supposed to do. And it seems like control is not really doing the best that it should do. Like it's not like you know it's not selling like crazy. So you look at that and you, you take that all in, and then you you put yourself in the studio situation with uh, Remedy, and they could say, well, hey, let's just you know we'll go on to Sony's backing. We could strictly you know uh, you know focus on making games. We don't have to worry about funding, and we can you know probably get more. 
developers and support from Sony because obviously Sony's like Microsoft. They're going to help these developers. They're going to make them get bigger. They're going to hire and they're going to grow them and they're going to make them better. So uh, yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's fifty fifty. I think it's either they they're going to an exclusive agreement or they're going to be purchased. And if they are purchased, I do think that that would uh, be Sony. You know, might have another one one one. You know, uh, after that, maybe Supermassive, or it, it might be, not be on the same caliber. But listen, if they get Remedy, they have at that point they have Naughty Dog, Gorilla, Polyphony. Sonic um, Band, Sonic Band, uh, Insomniac, you know the, the Sucker just, Punch, it, Sucker Punks, uh, God of War Studio. It's just uh, Santa Monica, Santa Monica. You're talking about like eight studios that are making blockbuster triple tri- A's. Yeah. You know, it's it's gonna put <laughs> it's gonna put Microsoft in a tough position again, and you know, reverting back. That's why I say things like maybe make Xbox Live open and stuff like that. They have to explore those things because when they bought all those studios, believe me, Sony's very competitive, and Sony said, you know what, we got to compete with this now. We got to put our money because this is our bread. This is our bread and money. This 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 is our livelihood. You know, this is what makes Sony. You know, the, the, that's the biggest part of their company now. So uh, they're all in, and um, that's that's the great thing for Sony. Is it's, that, uh, it's a positive light. You know? I mean, you can't deny it. You know, the only way that Microsoft can come out of this, Phil, is uh, if you go ahead and uh, grab uh, Bungie, and then you know that'll just <laughs> that would be that would be something that I would imagine they did that. But what was that would, that I'm going to be beat problem. that drum till the end. You know, so but well, um, you know, like you said, they they already are now friendlier. You know, you saw them at XO, and mm-hmm. you know that was a little, 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 little cool thing. But um, yeah, there's still a lot of friends there, and there's still a lot of connections. So who knows? That would be right. something that Microsoft would need to, you know, combat with. You know, something of that line, caliber. Yeah. yeah so. mm-hmm. It's just I would like I would have liked to see Microsoft. <laughs> be competitive to try and get remedy they're obviously they have some kind of relationship or had um you know i phil was tweeting about you know congratulating uh remedy with control and mm-hmm. you know i i, I tweeted back at him you know please make a quantum break too i mean in a way i was kind of half kidding but at the same time i did really like the game it was different uh i really liked what they were doing with it i just wanted more of it and you know, I mean, they do own the IP after all, but it's just, I would hate to see uh, such a talented studio like that that was friendly with Microsoft that would be very useful for them to have and add to their portfolio, their stable of studios just uh, get swept up like that. You know, they originally I wanted to say, like, Maybe they're just going to make a game specifically for Sony. Like, they would do that. But then once I saw, like, the selling of the stocks and stuff, I'm like, man, that's just not a good sign. Like, I mean, not a good sign is a sense of, like, I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know, but I'm just saying it's just, it just more leans towards, you know, some type of acquisition. By who? You know, it's, it's rumored to be Sony, but who knows? I'm sorry for cutting you off, Invader. It's just, oh, no. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. No, it's just that's it. I mean, I would think, like I said, I was just thinking at you know initially it was going to be a game you know specifically for Sony, like you know just exclusive for them, no other platform, just like what Insomniac did with Sunset Overdrive. 
Um, but uh, you know, like I said, we'll just we'll eventually find out. It's looking like sooner than later. So mm-hmm. probably around XO. I mean, they what when, when the best time probably to announce something like that would be when Microsoft's doing their thing over in London. So mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would guess around that time. Um, to drop some type of news like that would be big. Well, we so, saw Microsoft is everything. Microsoft gave away the uh, the publishing rights to Alan Wake back to Remedy, so that's uh, I mean, that's back in their accord as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. even potentially see Alan Wake go exclusive on a different platform. Uh, That'd be a kick in the balls. Yeah, they but invested. I, they invested yeah. a lot in Alan Wake. <laughs> I'm feeling yeah. a little something right now too, <laughs> like oh, like a little, <laughs> a little tingling. <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know, it's it, it's the way things are going. I think in in the in the in the whole realm of this, it's very good for the industry. Uh, you know, these console makers. You know, hopefully they make another console after the consoles that they're making now. Um, and you know they build these studios because when these studios come, like you look at, you look at an exi- you look at uh, what's the one that's making Wastelands three in exile, exile in exile. Now that that studio, from what they made the game that they had when they didn't have support to the game that they just showed at XO has been completely night and day. You know, people mm-hmm. were saying it showed real well off. And that's the type of thing that you're going to start to see. I think what Matt Booty wants and Xbox wants is, is they want a lot of studios making multiple games or, or some making multiple games, but not all the size of Coalition or, um, you know, Rare, which is at 300, but maybe the size of... Ninja Theory at 150, and they'll make their games in a AAA scope, like kind of like what Hellblade did. Um, you know, uh, you know, a small developer that put the, can make a game in a AAA. I think that that's their goal because they can help them with a couple of things. They can help them with funding, obviously. They can help them with technology. That you know, I think that they're going to share a lot of their uh, engines together. I think that that's something that they they're looking to do, and and and. Um, you know, they're going to have support, whether it's multiplayer or whatever support that they have. Microsoft is looking to be that guy that helps the developer and embolden them. From what I heard, and I th- think that, that Rod Ferguson said it, you know, Phil's hands off with this stuff. He's saying that he's letting these developers make the games within their division, w- within their vision. So if, if he wanted to take it some way, like a horror flick or whatever, um, he had open, you know, open, you know, he had an open ticket to do it. And I think that that's a good way to do the studios as, as opposed to what they used to be where they were all hands on and, you know, kind of, you know, hurt, hurt a lot of the studios or turned off a lot of studios, bungee case in point, you know, pushing on them, let them have their creative freedom and be the guy that can help and embolden them, be the guy that can give them support, be the guy that can, hey, I need 50 more developers to be contracted out to help with this and this and that um, and to make the best games possible and possibly make them, you know, more AAA scope than, than, than you know, than AA. You know what I mean? So uh, it's going to be very interesting. I, I do think that... Uh, 
that both Microsoft and Sony are going to really have killer gens next year. Next gen, I really feel, is going to be very strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Centurion, how would how do you feel about this? Do you see uh, Remedy getting acquired by Sony, or is it just a close relationship, like maybe an exclusive game in the future or content? To be absolutely honest, I'm a little worried that they're probably going to be acquired by Sony because, you know, like um, Megatron said, the selling of the stocks, you know, the the, mm -hmm. two, the two two guys in question that I remember hearing about, they, they made a lot of money selling off their stocks to that company. Um, so definitely there's a lot of signs that are pointing to being acquired by them. And wouldn't that be just like uh, like Tim Dog said, a major kick in the balls? All of a sudden, we got Sunset Overdrive 2 on the PlayStation and Alan Wake 2 on the PlayStation. It's just like they're just going to claim all oh, the sequels that everybody... Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, but yeah, they're going to claim all the, the sequels that everybody has been asking for and they're going to make them over there. That would definitely be, a, a, you know, excuse the expression, a giant FU from Sony. That you know, if you guys ain't gonna make your sequels, we'll just acquire those companies and make them for you. Well, doing that. to be fair, though, to be fair, it is a giant arm studio arms race right now. I mean, obviously, oh God, yeah. Microsoft picking up like seven, eight studios in like the past year is major. You got everybody's buying studios these days. I mean, obviously, Insomniac was bought. You got THQ getting Gunfire Games. Uh, Studio Warhorse with uh, Deep Silver, like there's all kinds of studios being purchased right now. I'm I'm seeing. Uh, I made a joke saying you got Nintendo, you got PlayStation, and you got Xbox all sitting at a table. Pretty soon you're gonna have Amazon and Google there, and they're gonna be throwing these game studios down like Pokemon cards. Nintendo's mm -hmm. not acquiring I anybody though. I wonder. What, I mean, that would be a shakeup if Nintendo acquired somebody. You know, they probably don't need to, but uh, no, not right now. To. But the minute they start seeing all these studios anything, getting bought up like, like crazy, or something like that, mm -hmm. that. you never know. It, it, like all of a sudden, it seems like studio purchasing is going to start becoming a fad. Yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah, agree. I, I think that it's we're going into a different time. I wonder if Stadio also, uh, you know, listen. We talk about Xbox, we talk about PlayStation, we talk about Nintendo. You know, Stadia is, I hate to say it, they are really, uh, I think they're in trouble. Um, they they themselves kind of have to, I believe they have to make some exclusive content themselves. Um, they're off to a rough start, it sounds like. It sounds like their messaging is uh, pretty crappy, you know, and, and, you know, I heard that they had some problems where, uh, they they were speaking to some of the people, or they were rude to them. I, I, Reddit had a whole thing on it, um, but yeah, Stadi is another one. How the stupid name it Google uh, made up? Uh, they should they they should should possibly be in this arms race too. Like the you know they're they're probably going to be right there too. Well, they have to do something because. I mean, when you have X Cloud and you're going to have Sony have their own cloud equivalent. Uh, really, what is Google going to do that that offers you know, you know, they got to have some type of exclusive content. Is my point. You know, you just can't compete with these guys without having nothing. Well, just to yeah, point out, that's why you haven't heard well, anything from uh, Microsoft with XCloud like lately after E3. 
Like I think they're watching Google really closely of like, what are they screwing up? Let's like. Did they do their pricing yet? Wait a minute. I don't remember. Did yeah, they do it's one it's one thirty nine for like a Google Chromecast. It's so stupid. <clears throat> Wait, we uh, can. Yeah, it's also a subscription. Piece? That's just to get started. Mm. Right, you get the controller, you get the Google Chromecast, <laughs> and you get three months, I believe, of premium. Uh, yeah, and that's what you got. And yeah. uh, Megatron, they charge you based on resolution. So if you want, like, you know, just bottom of the barrel <laughs> resolution, you get the, like this really nice price. But if you want some 4K, they'll, they're going to charge accordingly based on resolution. Mm. But onto this whole conversation of studios, you know, everybody's talking about Remedy all of a sudden, you know, getting buddy buddy with uh, Sony over there. Let's talk about also kind of something that happened at Gamescom that a lot of people are really hush hush about. As soon as Bungie gets out from underneath the thumb of um, Activision, the first thing they do is they're on an Xbox stage. So it's mm-hmm. almost like, like all of a sudden is Bungie going to come home and basically get, get Yeah. <laughs> like, are they going to all of a sudden start trying to like get buddy buddy with Xbox again? Because they showed them more because it's just like, hey, you know, you went over to that that over that bridge thinking that the grass was greener on the other side. Now, all of a sudden you're wanting to come back. Listen, the, the hair on my toes are braiding themselves with excitement, right? Now. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I will. <laughs> hey, man, I, who knows? Dude, would that be like, all right, yeah, Sony, you, you got remedy, you got remedy. But did we mention we got Bungie? Did we, we just bought Bungie? <laughs> that, that, is, uh, that is a dream for Mr. Megatron. I would love to see it yeah. come true. That'd be Ooh, great. It would, it would be cool. Can you imagine having both Halo and Destiny under the same uh, roof? Oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah. Well, you know, some, somebody brought that up though. If they did, they would. They, I think they would keep Destiny multiplat though. It'd be multiplat. I think it would be yeah. multiplat too. Yeah, it would just be weird, like though Bungie not working on Halo. I mean, yeah, and plus you would think that, like, let's say, let's say Halo Infinite again is kind of lackluster and. People are still complaining and they didn't like the story. You know that that there'd mm-hmm. be something there. I, that's one of the problems with with uh, with with uh, I think that acquisition. Um, I do think that if they do get an acquisition, it would be a, uh, a Japanese studio, and they. Um, I personally think that they uh, might build another studio again, or you know, I've heard two studios. Um, from numerous people, um, pretty good sources that they're looking at or they're trying to get. Uh, Clobrel made a, a tweet, and Clobrel, if you don't know, he's he's uh, uncovered a lot of uh, leaks. Uh, he was the first guy to mention Obsidian. He was um, way before anybody. He teased Double Fine. Um, he obviously supposedly has access to an Xbox API. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how he does, but I don't know the whole situation, but he has some type of inside information that he somehow gets. And he's, uh, like I said, he's a, a bona fide insider that knows what he's talking about. So when he says things like, you know, there's definitely one, maybe two, and he comes out with a tweet like that, something's up. Uh, you know, he, like I said, he knew when the letter of intent was signed with double fine he also knew when the letter of intent was signed with Obsidian. 
So uh, he, like I said, he knows he knows things. That's there's there's no you know mystery with that. He he definitely knows uh, stuff, and and I've heard from other people too that you know there's this this two studios, and I, and and I know Phil said publicly that he wants a Japanese studio, um, you know, because he wants to have that global representation. Platinum so, Games. <laughs> that'd be great, but I don't know. You mm-hmm. Never know uh all right guys we're gonna just uh head out soon but eric uh shockley how do you uh feel about this do you think that remedy are getting like a little too close with sony now do you think that they're gonna be bought by sony or maybe somebody else um yeah i mean i could see sony doing it um although sony doesn't tend to do it like that they rarely do it like every few years they might add somebody into the fold that they've worked with long time like gorilla and how they did it with uh <laughs> the other one uh sucker, sucker punch. punch um but yeah i mean i think as a gamer i think that would be good if remedy did because as even though i liked alan wake and i was starting to get into some quantum break it seems like they haven't made like a game that's been like that like big hit like they had with like max Payne back in the day um like you i think you saw control i think it was you know slipping or at least the ps4 version review wise was like almost slipping to like the 80 or 81 um i think more of a focus with going in-house with sony could definitely make up their quality so i think as a gamer getting games from remedy that could be a plus um and at this point I think Microsoft has all the studios they need. Maybe they can add like a Japanese one that gives them kind of a different, you know, flavor to what they already have. Adding Remedy, they already kind of have like studios like Ninja Theory and Obsidian. They don't really need, I don't think adding Remedy is really going to be a huge thing to them. Whereas adding or building a new Japanese studio would definitely be a bigger focus or it should be a bigger focus for them, I feel. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully they do. I think uh, it'll be awesome to see them get more of a big boost in funding and budget to really maybe Mm -hmm. up their uh, quality. Yeah, and you know what? I love Remedy's storytelling. I think they're pretty unique with what they do, and I would love to see another Alan Wake. I've been waiting and waiting, and I do... Yeah, I, I just generally like the studio, so... Um, you know, here's hoping that we get to play more Remedy on Xbox and, uh, you know, we'll see what, uh, what, what happens going forward. But with that guys and all that said, it's time to end the show. And honestly, a big thank you to all the people in the chat that came to listen to us live. We absolutely love the support from all of you that tuned in Magnetic Storm, Mr. Kima, other Zinc, uh, Abacab, uh, Stinking Corpse, Native, uh, Shizno Elite, Siberia, Michael Monkey Punch. Thank you guys and everyone who's listening in. You guys rock. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate the love that you sh- uh, show the show. And uh, definitely let us know how you like the stream. We're on StreamYard right now, just kind of <laughs> testing it out. Everything seems pretty good. But let us know in the comments how it is. And we're trying some other stuff as well. But hey, Leave feedback in the comments and let us know. But on to the outros. Tim, where can these fine individuals find you at? You guys can find me on Twitter 
Uh, XCloud Tim Dog. I also do another podcast Tuesday nights, RDX, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, pretty much that's it. I'm on Twitter. You can hit me up. I pretty much answer everyone who hits me uh, up on Twitter. Um, I'm always talking uh, 99% Xbox. I talk some sports subs here and there, some MMA stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, thanks, uh, everyone on the panel for showing up today. Uh, glad that TXR is back. It's nice to be on a show um, Sunday night, late night, where, uh, you know, we can be a little long-winded and, um, you know, take it back, like you say, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, just kick back and, you know, just just, just uh, do our thing. And then I think TXR, that's what it's always been about. So, Happy that we're back and um, see you here next Sunday. I will be here uh, as well as the rest of the panel. Um, thank you very much. And uh, let's go. Nice words, my friend. Megatron, where can these Xbox gaming fanatics follow you? <clears throat> um, on uh, Hit me up on Xbox as usual. If you see me on Megatron, one's my gamer tag. Hit me up. We can play some games. Um, I'm going to jump into this. Uh, Madame, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> Man of Madame, or whatever how it's called. I'm going to be playing that, and that's a co-op. Two I'm hearing as well. I'm going to be playing that, and uh, you can also find me on Twitter. Megatron underscore 1975, and it was awesome being back on TXR. You know, we had took a hiatus, and, uh, but we're back, and uh, Gears are turning. It was awesome uh, also hanging with the new two, uh, the two uh, panel members that we have, the new guys, and um, it's just great. I'm happy. And uh, yeah, hit me up anytime you guys want. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now talking about our two new members, Shock, again, it's been awesome having you on the show for uh, first as a, an official panel member. Where can everybody follow you at? Yeah, again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me at, uh, at Shock Nero on Twitter. Um, and Easy Shock is uh, my uh, Xbox handle as well. Gamer tag. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Centurion, again, thank you very much. And we're happy to have you on as a panel member. Uh, love your opinions. Where can all these fine people follow your content? Well, for starters, thank you once again for inviting me to be part of this. It's actually uh, nice to have a uh, podcast to kind of soak up Sunday night. Um, but you can also find me Thursday nights on Saltiest Gaming Podcast, Saturday nights on the Shop Podcast. Um, you can also find me running around on Twitter and YouTube at Centurion1307. And I also happen to just have a blog site called LegionOfGamer.com that I add content to here and there. All right. Fantastic. Everybody check that out. And of course, you can follow me on YouTube at Invader uh, Gaming, and I'm definitely active on Twitter at Invader underscore one nine eight six. It's been one heck of a show, guys, and we're definitely looking forward to next Sunday. Bye, everyone, and good night. Later. 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 Oof.